Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bucks Nation? Welcome to today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, brought to you by Run Your Pool. Today's episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout i am david harrison your host one half of the normal hosting duo james jarko offer this episode you can find him on twitter at jarko underscore bucks i am at d harrison 82 the show is at locked on bucks james and i are both writers for sb nations bucksnation.com which you can also find on twitter at bucks underscore nation find everything we're writing about your tampa bay buccaneers over there whether you like it or not uh, but <laughs> today's episode, guys, I'm going to talk about my 53-man roster reaction. It's not going to be a full episode, just one segment. I'm going to react a little bit uh, to the 53-man roster. Then we're going to talk about some practice squad stuff, and then we're going to talk about some lists and some more rankings because the regular season ain't here yet, guys, which means we still have more rankings to discuss. The ESPN Top 100 NFL players came out while all the roster cut drama and will they and won't they and projections was happening so that has kind of been overlooked and missed a little bit so we're gonna we're gonna break that down see which buccaneers ended up on the list and then we're gonna react to that but first let's talk about this 53 man roster and first and foremost if you haven't heard uh james jarko and evan klosky of wtsp 10 tampa bay your cbs uh tampa bay channel there in the city of tampa florida if you haven't heard their WTSP Wednesday episode from yesterday, please go back and check that out. They did a full deep dive on the 53-man roster with reactions, surprises, all that stuff. It was really good stuff from Evan and James. The WTSP Wednesday episodes are really taking off. They're, they're some of my favorite podcast episodes uh, to listen to. And guys, listen, I record uh, nine podcast episodes a week, most weeks. Four here at Locked on Bucks. I do get one day off here uh, for James and Evan to do WTSP Wednesday. And then five over five a week over at Locked On Washington with my co-host there, Chris Russell. Uh, so I record a lot of podcasts. I edit a lot of podcasts. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if I make that episode every week appointment listening when I'm a part of the show every other day and I'm a part of nine podcast episodes myself a week, uh, it's hopefully it lends a little bit of credibility to my recommendations. Not just because it's Locked On Bucks. It's truly entertaining uh, stuff and, and James and Evan, their their dynamic and relationship together on the microphone is coming together very nicely as they grow into WTSP Wednesdays. But anyway, I did have a problem with with part of the episode though that James and Evan laid down. Uh, and as James is is hearing me, he sometimes he listens to my solo episode. So if James, if you're if you're listening, first of all, I want you to calm down. Okay, put the phone down. Stop messaging me right now because you haven't even heard what I have to say yet. So don't get angry before you hear me out. Get angry after you hear me out because first and foremost. I predicted Khalil Davis would be on the 53, and James mentioned that Khalil Davis making the 53-man roster was a surprise to him. When we did our 53-man roster prediction breakdown, which if you want to hear that, even though it's obviously old, you know, the predictions are old news, but if you want to hear that, by all means, go back to Tuesday's episode and hear the, the roster breakdown that James and I had. Fairly similar, but there were some differences. One of those differences being I had Khalil Davis on the 53-man roster. James did not, and James cited uh, in that episode and in the reaction episode, that Khalil Davis was a healthy scratch uh, pretty much all season, if not all season in, in 2020. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, so I don't want to quote you guys wrong on if he was ever active. But, I mean, if he, if he was active, it wasn't very much, I'll tell you that. So that was kind of James's justification and, and realization logic for you behind Khalil Davis probably not making the roster, and I, and I get that. I actually took it as the Buccaneers really like Khalil Davis to the point where 
Yes, he was inactive for, you know, all the games or most games. But guess who else was inactive for those games? Guys on the practice squad. But they liked Khalil Davis enough not to stash him on the practice squad to put him on the roster. And some other parts of these things that we don't know from behind the scenes, there are teams out there that will call GMs. You know, we're always calling about trades and players who might be uh, available or not available. And if the Buccaneers are getting calls about Khalil Davis, and I'm not saying that they were necessarily, but if they are getting calls about Khalil Davis, that's a little bit extra incentive to keep him on the roster because that means if you put him on the practice squad, I mean, if the, you know, let's say the New York Jets call you asking if Khalil Davis is available in trade and you put him on the practice squad, I mean, you can bet the, right, the New York Jets are going to come calling to see if Khalil will either be on their practice squad or they'll even try to put him on the active roster and steal him off your practice squad uh, for that for that required amount of time they have to have him active. So, I mean, a lot of things going in there, but I did have Khalil Davis on the active roster. I listened to that episode. I messaged James and said, hey, man, no love for your co-host here having Khalil Davis on the roster. So I'm going to give myself a little bit of love because there's nobody else here with me to give me that love. I'm also going to give myself a little bit more love because as of right now, only one of my spots was solidified as incorrect. Okay, so if you look at the the names that I got wrong on my 53-man uh, reaction, let's let's hold each other accountable here, right? I, I did put Earl Watford on the, uh, the the 53-man roster. I did not have John Molchan on my 53. I did not have Cam Gill on my 53, and I obviously did not have Jose Borgales on my 53. But... Here, and here's 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 kind of where the rub comes in, right? John Molchan could be the guy waived and potentially eventually added to the practice squad when Earl Watford becomes healthy again. Now, Evan Klosky, again, in yesterday's episode, did kind of speculate that he thought Earl Watford would probably be waived immediately as soon as he's healthy enough to be waived um, and would not stay on the roster. But Earl Watford was, was on my active roster. So, there, so if Earl Watford, when he becomes healthy, gets added to the active roster, and John Molchan then goes through waivers to potentially be added to the practice squad, which you would assume he would because why keep him, I mean, on the active roster, I guess if you're not planning on keeping him on the practice squad in, in that phase, then that turns that negative, that missed prediction into a correct prediction because right now Earl Watford can't be on the active roster. Same goes for Ndamukong Sue. Ndamukong Sue can't be on the active roster right now because of his COVID-19 uh, reserve list designation. Obviously, he's coming back, or there's no question surrounding him the way that there is Earl Watford. And Dominican Sue will be on the active roster. If Cam Gill, the linebacker, is the roster casualty when Dominican Sue comes back. So if Cam Gill gets waived when Dominican Sue comes back, then that takes that incorrect prediction off the board as well. And then Jose Borgales, guys, we know when Ryan Suckup's healthy, Jose Borgales is getting waived, probably going to the practice squad. So we already know that one's going to get corrected. So of the four I got wrong, one of them will get corrected. Two of them, most likely, I, I suppose. I mean, when I look at the defensive roster, I mean, I guess James might be chomping at the bit for Khalil Davis to get waived and go to the practice squad here when Ndamukong Sue comes back. But if Ndamukong Sue comes back, so I, I put a, I put a probably a 50-50 on that one. And then Earl Watford, John Mulchon, I mean, that one's a little too close to call. I don't know, you know how that one's going to go. Uh, the one that I did get wrong that is solidified, it's absolutely not getting fixed. Uh, Chris Cooper, safety, staying on the roster instead of Herb Miller. Uh, and, and look, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say Todd Bowles is wrong or Bruce Aaron's wrong or Jason Lai is wrong. Uh, I just, I got that one wrong. But listen, I mean, James Yargo kind of mentioned on the show that, you know, if 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 we as podcast hosts and as, as you know, media members out here on the, on the peripheral, on the outer circle of media were to get all of these correct, then we would probably be working inside the organization. Well, listen, for, from my math, and, and my math could be a little tricky. It's kind of like Spades math sometimes, right? But from my math, I'm 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 only taking one L right now. I'm taking one L right talking about spades math. 
I've got one L and I've got three possibles, right? There's three maybes on the board here. So let's not count me out just yet. And who knows? I mean, maybe, uh, maybe somebody inside the Buccaneers organization is hearing this. Hey, look, David Harrison got all of our picks right except for one. Maybe, maybe I've got a, maybe I've got an offer coming in to the email box here pretty soon. I'm absolutely not. That's 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 definitely not. That's not in the in the realm of possibilities. I promise you. That will not be happening. But what is happening, guys, is football season is almost fully back. So let's make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with friends, family, or office mates. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, and more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full season, playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool from your local business bar or restaurant, Reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season starts September 9th. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Again, that's runyourpool.com slash locked on. Game on. Second two here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. David Harrison coming to you solo on this episode on Twitter at dharrison82. My co-host James Jarko off for this show on Twitter at jarko underscore bucks. The show is at Locked On Bucks. Both of us writers for bucksnation.com. That's on Twitter at bucks underscore nation. And now, guys, we're going to talk about practice squad, right? So, so everybody had till about Wednesday or had till Wednesday at about noon to put in waiver claims for players. Uh, the Buccaneers did have one waived player get claimed. That was Chris Wilcox. Uh, claimed by the Indianapolis Colts, so he is there uh, now with the Indianapolis Colts. But joining the practice squad as of right now, as of, as of the moment that we're recording this episode on the Buccaneers site, officially official, right, is quarterback Ryan Griffin returning to the practice squad. Offensive lineman Jonathan Hubbard and Brandon Walton, wide receiver Cyril Grayson, Travis Johnson, tight end Cody McElroy and Deion Yelder, defensive lining Benning Patoe and Kobe Smith. Now. There are also reports out there from multiple Rick Strouds, your Jenna Lanes, your Greg Almonds of the world, the guys that you go to for your information, Andrew Adams, Jaden Mickens, uh, also reportedly coming back as well. I'm I'm super happy uh, to hear that Andrew Adams is is potentially or you know should be uh, officially on his way back to the team. I was a big fan of Andrew Adams while he was with the Bucks. Obviously, he had that huge game against Carolina Panthers, and you know after that, didn't really solidify himself as a starter per se. But you know I think he kind of holds a, a little bit of a special place in a lot of people's hearts. Uh, because of his effort and his play in certain aspects, certain parts of Buccaneers seasons in the past. Uh, now, a guy, so so there's then there's more practice squad spots to be filled even when these uh, reported players come back and are official. Now, before we get too deep into the practice squad itself, the guys who are coming back, let's talk about somebody who's not coming back, and that is tight end Tanner Hudson. And, of course, uh, Tanner Hudson was criticized publicly by Bruce Arians during the offseason, during the, not really the offseason, the preseason and training camp. Uh, for his lack of blocking ability, right? Tanner Hudson, well-known uh, as a preseason superstar, right? Every preseason, Tanner Hudson's been in the NFL, it seems. Uh, the dude balls out, usually with Ryan Griffin at quarterback, and they have a, a lot of connections uh, in, in the passing game. But blocking just is has not been his thing. Uh, you assume that he's been working on it, which is why the Buccaneers coaching staff has worked with him for 
uh, as long as they have and, and kept him on the roster. I mean, he's a Super Bowl champion, so nobody can ever take that away from him. Um, but th- this year, they wanted to see more out of him. Bruce Arians publicly challenged him uh, to become a better blocker. You know, it didn't really look like he had done it. His his typical passing game, you know, uh, contributions were there, but the blocking just didn't seem to become something that became a strength for him. So he was waived, uh, not added to the active roster. Did clear waivers, actually. He did actually clear waivers, so he wasn't claimed. And from what I'm connecting, the Buccaneers did offer him a practice squad spot, but he chose to join instead the San Francisco 49ers practice squad. So... Tanner Hudson leaving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization, going to San Francisco, where he'll link up with Kyle Shanahan, uh, with J- uh, Jason Light, with uh, John Lynch there, the GM, Buccaneers Hall of Fame safety uh, there in San Francisco. So, uh, look, I don't know how everybody feels out there. I mean, he he did apparently reportedly have the option of coming back to Tampa, staying with the Buccaneers, being a part of the practice squad, chose instead to go to the San Francisco 49ers. So maybe some some Bucks fans feel a certain kind of way about that. I don't know. I can't tell you. Uh, what Tanner's entire, you know, motivation is. What I can tell you is that Bailey Adams, our buddy here at the Locked On Bucks podcast, writer for BucksNation.com, um, he did write an article for Bucks Nation about the practice squad, and he did mention in there that the San Francisco for, the San Francisco Forty Niners, uh, their their tight end group, one, it's not quite as talented. I mean, you've got Rob Gronkowski, Cambray, OJ Howard, and at their best and fully healthy, you can make an argument that all three of those guys could be number one starting tight ends. Uh, for rosters across the NFL, depending on you know who they already have on the like the New York Jets, like Cam Brait would would immediately be the best tight end uh, for the New York Jets right now today. So you know for one, there's that log jam that Tanner Hudson. You know when you're, when you're talking about climbing the depth chart, you know first you got to climb over Cam Brait, then you got to climb over OJ if he's still healthy, then you got to climb over Gronk. I mean the the chances of Tanner Hudson getting and earning significant play time, even if he does improve as a blocker with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, probably not very good. But, again, according to Bailey Adams over BucksNation.com, San Francisco 49ers, for one, they don't have the depth and talent in depth uh, in their tight end room that the Buccaneers have, and they have some some fairly significant, fairly reoccurring injury issues. So, I mean, Tanner Hudson potentially just playing the odds of, of uh, opportunities to actually get some playing time in the 2021 NFL season when he chose to go to the San Francisco 49ers. So that is disappointing if you're a fan of Tanner Hudson, which I am a fan of, of what Tanner Hudson has been able to do. Um, so, you know, uh, wish him, I personally wish him the best of luck, but I'm sure there are some Bucks fans out there who, upon hearing that he could have stayed with Tampa instead chose to go to San Francisco, will feel a certain kind of way. Ryan Griffin is a guy, though, that's been with the Buccaneers forever and will apparently continue that reign uh, with the Buccaneers, which is great because, I mean, who else is going to hold Tom Brady up, right? I know Evan referenced that yesterday, and I just I just love the reference there. Ryan Griffin, ultimate, ultimate uh, team player there, holding up your star quarterback, for uh for the super bowl celebration hopefully he gets to do it again uh, and then added some offensive line depth on the practice squad jonathan hubbard brandon walton always 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 want to have those young offensive linemen or, or you know guys that you're developing uh for future use cyril grace and travis johnson and again reportedly Jaden mickens not officially official but apparently uh, reportedly Jaden mickens will be joining the practice squad again you love seeing guys who are familiar with the system familiar with the team return stay within the organization so if they're needed due to injuries or even hey look i mean jalen darden could hit a rookie wall or he just get the bug you know the the butterflies when the when the games count and the the kickoff returns are for real maybe chokes a little bit maybe gets the yips always good to have guys uh, like a guy like Jaden mickens who's reliable in the return game and has contributed to the passing game from time to time sour grayson as well travis johnson a young talent cody mcelroy uh the guy that kind of 
you know, if, if Tanner wasn't going to make the roster, Cody McElroy was the guy that we all kind of assumed would be that fourth tight end if the Bucks brought back a fourth. But they only brought back three, which is interesting because they consider themselves a 12, uh, 12 personnel base package offense. So you would assume if you're uh, two tight ends set as your base package, you would want a fourth tight end to be a backup there. And then, and listen, maybe, you know, and, and that could be something that happens, you know, in the future. We'll have to look at how that goes. Hopefully, OJ Howard stays healthy. And perhaps the Buccaneers don't need all that depth, but having Cody Macro and then Dion Yelder uh, is, is coming from outside the Buccaneers organization, uh, spent 2018 with the New Orleans Saints and then spent some time with the Tennessee Titans and Washington football team as well. So he's kind of the only uh, outsider and then defensive line guys already playing and have experience with the Buccaneers defense staying again on the practice squad. So more to come there, just like the roster, the, the practice squad is always fluid, maybe not as fluid and, and not as much turnover as the active roster you know, tends to have from time to time, but the practice squad is also a fluid work of art uh, sometimes. So we'll see what happens there. Some notable guys, some no, notable players, guys, cut from other NFL teams. Some of them former Buccaneers, so you'll recognize the name. Some of them uh, not former Buccaneers, but just interesting names. Guys like Forrest Lamp, right, offensive lineman. A lot of buzz around him, a lot of excitement around him when he was coming out in the draft. Uh, a lot of injuries from what I understand in his career, but he was just recently waived uh, or cut by the Buffalo Bills. Caleb Beninock, you guys know that name, former starting offensive lineman for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, waived by the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Wide receiver Antonio Callaway, formerly a Cleveland Brown, had a lot of talent, couldn't stay out of trouble. Um, that was basically his big bug is that he couldn't stay out of trouble, but there was a lot of talent there. Um, he just recently uh, released again from the Kansas City Chiefs, so he's making his rounds around the NFL. Darren Lee, at one point considered to be one of the centerpieces of Todd Bowles' defense with the New York Jets. At the time, he's had some issues as well, uh, released by the Raiders this time around. Running backs, on Johnson and Elijah Holyfield. Elijah Holyfield, the son of Evander Holyfield, so that's why I kind of threw his name on there from the Eagles. Peyton Barber, former starting running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Auburn, Tigers product, released from the Washington football team. He is back on their practice squad. Wide receiver Brashad Perryman, released from the Lions, which is amazing because the Lions have like no wide receiver depth, uh, but apparently Brashad Perryman not doing good things there in Detroit. Let go from them. Devin Funches, former Carolina Panther, released from the Green Bay Packers. Also, quarterback Will Greer. I know there were some some Buccaneers fans very excited about Will Greer when he was coming out in the NFL draft. He was released by the Carolina Panthers. Devonta Freeman, former Atlanta Falcons, starting running back, released by the Saints. Prince of Mukamara, uh, at one point considered one of the best cornerbacks in the National Football League, also released by the Saints. Wide receiver Keyshawn Johnson. Obviously, no, not that Keyshawn Johnson, but... The name rings a bell, so obviously we threw him on here. Released by the Arizona Cardinals. Running back Raymond Calais, again, former uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, released by the Rams. And then, of course, quarterback Cam Newton, cut by the uh, New England Patriots, apparently as a favor by Bill Belichick to uh, Cam Newton, who apparently was given the option, according to reports from the Boston Globe, given the option to back up Mac Jones or be released to go search, seek out other opportunities. Obviously, Cam Newton, you know, if that story is true, chose to seek out other opportunities. So you have to imagine not seeking out backup opportunities, right? So these articles that you see talking about him backing up Lamar Jackson, backing up Dak Prescott, backing up Ben Roethlisberger, probably not something that Cam Newton is looking to do. Something else that Cam Newton probably not looking to do because he's an NFL employee and he's not allowed to is bet on professional football. I don't know that they're allowed to bet on college football, but I know they're not allowed to bet on professional football, but you are if you're listening to this and you're not an NFL employee or a player. It's that time of year again. All eyes are turning to football as the teams return to the gridiron. And as always, betonline.ag is your number one spot 
for pro and college football action this season. Get all your updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor contest, both open right now at betonline.ag. Head there to the website, sign up today, and get a 100% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On. Be sure you take advantage of their opening day super promo. You make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Dallas Cowboys. If you lose that bet, I'm assuming you're betting on the Bucs, so you're not going to lose. But if you do, your wager will be refunded up to $25. That's for new customers only when signing up using the promo code NFL100. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today's episode also brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts your car will ever need. Plus, your chain store is going to have many of those parts at an incredibly inflated price compared to rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts at a chain store or car dealership than what you can get it for at rockauto.com, a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They're reliably low prices for every customer and having everything you need, including brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Back now for segment three here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. David Harrison going solo on Twitter at dharrison82. My co-host and partner in crime, James Yarko at jarko underscore bucks. The show at Locked On Bucks. Both of us right for Bucks Nation, part of SB Nation. That's at bucksnation.com on Twitter as well at bucks underscore nation. And right now, guys, we've been talking about news and facts and things that are actually happening. Right now, we're going to talk about lists and rankings and projections uh, that don't really have a bearing on what happens in the NFL season. But we do have a bye week coming up, so there's not a lot of news going on. Guys are off uh, spending like a four-day vacation. I don't know what they're doing. Hopefully, they're resting, relaxing, maybe getting some some treatments, some massages, stuff like that. Uh, maybe they have an ice bath tub in their own home that they can use for recovery. Either way, the the some interesting stuff is going on during this bye week break between the final week of the preseason and the regular season, again, starting next Thursday, September 9th. Uh, very excited. The Buccaneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys, of course, in Raymond James Stadium. But something that happened during the buildup to cut down day, practice squad additions, all that stuff, was that the ESPN, the ESPN, that ESPN came out with their top 100 players uh, for the NFL, for the 2021 NFL season. All right. And, and number one on the list, really no surprise to anybody, right, is, is Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, even though he just got whooped by Todd Bowles uh, in his defense in Super Bowl 55, still considered to be the most dynamic, most physically talented all-around NFL player uh, in today's game. Hard time arguing there, but Tom Brady not too far off, right? However, the ESPN Top 100 for this year's NFL players has Tom Brady ranked 20th on this list, uh, all the way down at number 20. Now, he is the top-ranked Buccaneers player. The Buccaneers did have eight players on this ESPN Top 100, the most of any team in the National Football League, which is, is good because they also had eight players on the NFL Network's top 100 players of the of the year, which is a list put together by players themselves who who play the list. Now, for ESPN, what they did is they asked a panel of more than 50 NFL experts. This is coming from ESPN themselves, quote unquote, uh, a panel of more than 50 NFL experts to rate players based on how good they will be 
in the 2021 season compared to their peers. Uh, end quote. Now, the the NFL top 100 on the NFL Network. That's really players and everything voting for each other based off of what they're don't what they're doing and what they've done. This is more of a projection type list. So uh, the players basically putting Tom Brady at seventh overall. ESPN projecting Tom Brady to be the 20th best player in the National Football League. Mike Evans, the second highest ranked Buccaneer on the list, comes in at 43 uh, compared to his 48th place NFL Network list. So I mean, or uh, ranking on that list. So fairly fairly close there. Fairly similar in rank. The third highest rated Buccaneer, ranked Buccaneer on this list, Shaq Barrett, who comes in at 44 overall when he came in 88th overall on the NFL and NFL top 100 list. The first player we have on this list for the Buccaneers for ESPN's top 100 that wasn't on the NFL top 100 is Vita Vea, who comes in 66th overall. Now ESPN's Jenna Lane wrote a blurb about Vita Vea and what she wrote was, quote, Vea overcame a broken leg in week five to return for the NFC championship game, which dramatically impacted the Bucks' defense. And he then made it particularly difficult for Patrick Mahomes to step into his throws in Super Bowl 55. He plays an integral role in Todd Bowles' A-gap blitzes. Many assume that at 347 pounds, he is merely a space eater up front, but Vea moves extremely well for his size and gets into the backfield. In fact, at one point during training camp, Vea actually chased down running back Ronald Jones, the second end quote. So a little shade thrown at Rojo there. But Vita Vea, 66 overall on this ESPN top 100 list, did not make the NFL's top 100. So he's the first Buccaneer and the only Buccaneer to not be rated at all, ranked at all in the NFL top 100, but to make the ESPN top 100. Devin White, uh, 75th overall in this list. So we go from uh, 44 with Shaq Barrett, fourth place or fourth highest buck rated is 66, uh, 22 spots down Vita Vea. And then we go to the 70s. Devin White, 75th overall, despite being 28th on the NFL Top 100. Chris Godwin comes in at 77, uh, was 80, 81st overall on the NFL Top 100. Levante David, 87th on the ESPN Top 100, 43rd on the NFL Top 100. Tristan Wirfs, 96th on the ESPN's list, 89th on the NFL's list. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul, guys, uh, edge rusher, outside linebacker, 59th in the NFL Top 100. Uh, as voted by the guys who play in the in the business, not rated by ESPN's top 100. So he was not on the ESPN top 100. The biggest discrepancy between rankings, I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul is obviously in Vita Vea, the biggest discrepancy is going from not ranked on one list to ranked on the other. But of rankings, is Devin White the biggest drop from 28th in the NFL top 100 to 75th uh, in the ESPN top 100? Lane writing, quotes, you can't take your eyes off of White when he's on the field. He's just everywhere, finishing the 2020 regular season with a team-leading nine sacks, 140 tackles, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. His improvement in coverage will only catapult him this season into one of the top defensive players in the league. End quote. There is also a quote there from Bruce Arians talking about the media members, people talking about how uh, Devin White's weakness is pass coverage because it's apparently incredibly motivated him to become better in pass coverage. So that, again, the ESPN top 100 list for the 2021 NFL season as compared to the NFL top 100 list uh, that we heard not that long ago. Some discrepancies, a lot of similarities. Both lists had eight Buccaneers players on there. Uh, so some interesting stuff there. Also some interesting stuff being heard five days a week at the Locked on Bets podcast where betting doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag 
wherever you get podcasts. Guys, that's going to do it for this episode for me, David Harrison. If you have any questions or takes, comments on the list, on the practice squad, on the roster, on the game coming up, send them over to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com or call in, leave a voicemail at 813-444-5841. We've got one more episode this week. We do have a couple of voicemails uh, in, in the shoot, guys. We will try to get to those as soon as we possibly can, but we want to make sure we're covering everything going on surrounding your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Got a very exciting guest uh, come back on. You've heard from him before, but it's been a little while since we talked to him, so we're going to bring him back on here as the preseason comes to a close ready for the regular season here from our special guest tomorrow. So make sure you come back and join James and I and our guests as we close up the week here at the Lockdown Bucks Podcast. Until then, if you're out and about, please be safe. Be kind to one another. 